Today on The Travel Guys. In the travel news, everybody's going to Cuba, right? Well, maybe not so much. The State Department has issued a travel warning for Cuba. Plus, if you want to ride an elephant on your visit to India, just know the animals are starting to win this battle. I have details. You're planning your dream vacation over the ocean, or maybe just a visit to see the family at a holiday season. But living in Sacramento means that you may have to take two flights to get to your destination. Knowing how to correctly plan a layover is a critical part of your trip. At 3.20, we make you a smarter traveler with tips on airport layovers. You are so right, Tom. How much time you spend in the airport, a small part of your travels, but an incredibly critical one. At 3.35, we're going to have a contest. We're going to need three listeners who are cruisers. Ship cruisers, I mean. The winner gets a $100 gift certificate for Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Ooh, I, I could be one of those uh, listeners. No, you no. cannot. All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of prizes at three we we're going to have a special trivia contest to give away two tickets, courtesy of KVIE Channel 6, to see and hear Rick Steves at the Crest Theater on Sunday, November 26th. Now, details on how to win the tickets or the Ruth Chris gift card coming up. Wow, am I eligible for that? No, you're not eligible either. Oh, then you're not either. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. I'm Mark. He's Tom. It's Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the Travel Guys. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. To Alaska, they go north to rush you some. The show, the show and tell, the Travel Guys show and tell. Mark Hoffman, Tom Romano with you, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. And uh, by the way, you can follow along with uh, all the all the stuff we talk about, the doodads. All the stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, stuff. At, travel, at travelguysradio.com. And what what else can they do at Travel Guys Radio? Uh, they can they can sign up for podcasts of the program. If you listen to the Travel Guys, you're not always in front of your radio at three o'clock on Sunday. We'll send you a note on Tuesday. You get a, a link directly to the program. All the commercials and the news and traffic reports are taken out, so the one hour program magically becomes about forty three minutes. So. All right, uh, that's uh, uh, for those that want to speed listen. Okay, now be listening. Mark will be explaining the contests. Yes, two I of heard, them in I, one program. I know, I know. <laughs> it's the contest orama. I heard you explaining them to Luis, our our board op, uh-huh. uh, a little bit, and producer and director a little earlier. And uh, when you were all done, I. I was still confused. Luis so. does everything except talk, which is what we do. Oh, he does. No, so no. now he has to handle all the dials and the bells and yes. the whistles, plus line the people up on the telephone. So it's kind of walking and chewing gum at the same time. But he does participate on a regular basis on the Pat Wall Show, so which is uh, 7 to 10, so in case you want to see Luis do something. for other programs here. There you go. Well, you know what? At the beginning of every Travel Guys radio show, you know what we do? Yeah, we do. Take the, off our clothes and run naked down the street. And we do the travel. News. Oh well, let's do the news first, since we're since works with works for me. Time for that. All right, uh, we told you last week about the lady who uh, got taken off the Southwest flight, dragged off, pushed off, 
However, it turns out she was a professor. Um, she was trying to explain that she had a a, a allergy, a problem with animals, and uh, that she had a, a life-threatening pet allergy, and that the two animals that were on the plane needed to be taken off. And so Southwest basically said, look, uh, if you will show us a document that says that you have this allergy or this problem, then we will take you off the plane and reaccommodate you, but we're not going to take the animals off. Um, all of this really comes down to one thing, which is if you, if someone comes on an airplane and you're seated and you're ready to go and uh, airline officials come on and say, you know, uh, Mr. Hoffman, you need to follow us off the aircraft, why the best thing to do is get your stuff and get off and go with them because whatever the battle is, it will be much easier fought on the air side of things, on in the terminal, than it will be fought on the aircraft itself. Have you or anybody you you've been with ever had that happen? I have seen. Yes, I have seen them come on the airplane and ask someone to get off, and the person has always gotten up and gotten off. I mean, and they don't always share a lot of. It's just, uh, you know, Mr. Smith, we need to speak to you inside the terminal, and uh, well, uh, why? Well, Mr. Smith, it's something we need to speak to you about inside the terminal. If you could just get your belongings. And come with us. It's it's nothing. You haven't done anything wrong. It's just we needed to speak to you. Well, if they say that part, then I'm you know more than likely be okay. You would go. There, it's nothing you've done wrong. I do not want to read about you got have got having having gotten kicked. Boy, I'm really having a hard time talking. <laughs> having gotten dragged off of an airplane, yeah. um, just for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be traveling uh, real soon, and we'll see how that goes. Yes. Well, the, the, the please try not to embarrass your wife. Uh, the U.S. State Department has issued a Cuba travel warning. Um, this has to do with what happened to some uh, U.S. Embassy Havana employees uh, in the last several months appear to have been targeted in some attacks. The employees have suffered significant injuries. Uh, they have exhibited a wide range of symptoms, including a loss of hearing, dizziness, uh, headache, fatigue. And some of these uh, things have continued after they've returned to the United States. So the State Department, unable to figure out why this has happened, how, how it has magically only happened to these employees from the, from the U.S. Was, embassy. Wasn't there some sort of speculation that they were bombarding the, the, their rooms or their facility with some sort of... Um, audio signal neither but room. nobody has been able to come up with anything with any proof of anything mm -hmm. like that happening and, yep. it, and cuban employees at the embassy did not get sick Interesting. so there it, it it really is and so for right now um the, the state department warned because our personnel's safety is at risk we are unable to and we are unable to identify the source of the attacks we believe u.s citizens may also be at risk and warn them not to travel to cuba so there you have it American Airlines said that they are adding some new in-flight perks, but when you, you read more about it, it really is for people who buy full fare economy tickets. Mm -hmm. So you have to go at the last minute, and you're buying a full fare economy ticket. They're saying, we will guarantee you that you will get space to store your stuff up above. Well, just by putting you in an early boarding group, they pretty much can do that. I mean, as long as you're not in the last group, there's... Pretty much space up on board. American Airlines much ado about nothing. NFL teams are having to scramble after being dropped by airlines. Apparently, the airline business is so good right now that the airlines are not interested in giving up their airplanes to charter for teams at any kind of a price that resembles what they have done it for in the past. In fact, the Oakland Raiders, two weeks ago, flew into Sacramento after one of their games because the plane was a United plane. It was needed for a morning flight. So somehow they finagled a charter and flew into Sacramento and then bust, I'm guessing, back down to the Bay Area because it was the Raiders charter plane mm -hmm. that was used for a United flight. So apparently the airlines are having to pay a lot of money and are having a hard time 
getting planes to be able, because a football team, see, needs an entire charter plane. So kind of interesting. The New England Patriots have gone and bought their own. So it looked good. You win enough Super Bowl games, you just you just say, I'll take one of those, please. Southwest Airlines has made a change that is going to make changing flights on Southwest a little bit more difficult. If, as you know, Southwest does not charge change fees, and they also allow you, if you cancel a ticket, to be able to use that um, that money as a flight credit for a year from the time that you purchased it. Southwest has now added a little tweak to things, which is once you have changed a ticket, it's no longer refundable. It can be changed again, but it can't be refunded. So be careful if you're changing a Southwest ticket that you ultimately think that you might have to get refunded. You're changing it once, you think you might have to change it again. Now, generally, if you buy a, a want-to-get-away fare, yeah. that one isn't uh, cash refundable anyway. Right. So, But if you pay the other fares or if you if you purchased a senior fare, right. those are the ones that are cash refundable. Those are the ones you're talking about. Well, it, it, it's what it is is Southwest is saying is that once you change an original ticket. Regardless. Regardless. Now that ticket is non-refundable. So what you do is, to get around this, I'm sure it has something to do with their new computer system. You, you, well, the way you do it is just cancel reservation, take it as a credit, go back online, rebook your reservation, use your credit from the flight that you just canceled, and you've got to work around. There you go. It's not that, it's not that tough. But just be careful if you're canceling a Southwest ticket that you think... You may have to, or you're changing one that you think that you may have to change again. Okay, some real quickies here. Uh, JetBlue says uh, more seats, less leg room. JetBlue figured out that they've got two and a half inches more leg room on the average than every one of their competitors. There's no reason to have two and a half extra inches. You can have one extra inch and still be better than everybody else. That means 12 more seats on JetBlue airplanes. Iceland Air has introduced new low fares, low, low, lower fares than before. Oh, but... There's a sky-high baggage fee attached to it. <laughs> Another tour operator has ceased, uh, ceased offering elephant rides in India. This is something that is going the way of the dinosaur, haha, so going, to speak. It's going the way of the circus. It's going the way of Barnum and Bailey, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, elephant rides, the elephants are not well-treated in many cases, and tourists are saying, wait a minute. If those elephants are not well-treated, then we don't want to ride on them. And another tour operator, major tour operator in India, has eliminated them from their package. Travel and tourism industries in Puerto Rico are slowly reopening. A few of the tourism uh, stops around or, uh, around the, the capital have opened, but I really don't recommend a trip to Puerto Rico anytime soon. And here's a note that would be important to you, Mr. Romano. It says, Disneyland's Max Pass is totally worth it. We put something about that on our at, on TravelGuysRadio.com. So if you would like to read more on that, if you're a Disneyland person, Disneyland's Max Pass is totally worth it. I'm not a Disneyland guy, but on behalf of you, I put it on to the news. There you go. And uh, sometime in the near future, uh, we'll make you smarter travelers in regards to traveling to Disney World. Ah. And there is a lot of complicated stuff that goes into a trip uh, of that kind. And you that is that because you plan on going to Disney World sometime? Yes, very soon. <laughs> oh, and uh, well. my, my oldest daughter is uh, like a whiz when it comes to... Uh, putting something like this together and, All right. and i learned so much i want to share some of it okay let's that's see. the travel news for today yes. and now what we need to do is we are looking for mm -hmm. three callers we're looking for three people who like to go on cruises cruise ships big or small okay uh, going on a yacht in the ocean for a couple days you know sailing around the world whatever it is 
uh, a, a way of cruising. I am not a particularly huge cruise fan. I'm not a water person. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of big cruise ships. So what we want you to do is get online, and you'll have one minute, each of you, to convince Tom and I that your arguments are the best for convincing us why we should be cruising in your particular way. And if you win, you'll get a $100 Ruth, Ruth's Chris gift card. The losers will get C's candy boxes. So that's a pretty good deal. Put on your best pitch man hat. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and Pretend pitch it's us, the shark tank here. There you go. And pitch us your favorite kind of cruising, whether it's a ocean cruise or river cruise uh, or, or whatever. All right. But you have to have been on three cruises? At least three. And don't call right now because we're not going to do this till after the news. You'd be on hold forever. So we'll give you a signal here after the next break uh, of when to call in. But if you're a person who loves the cruise and you think you can convince us then you might have a very nice steak dinner lined up for you. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the importance of handling your layover, that time between flights and the airport. How do you get it right? Next on The Travel Guys. All aboard. Welcome, everyone. It's the Travel Guys. Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations on a very windy Sunday afternoon. It is. Bad day to fly. I don't like flying. Did you see that, that picture of the airplane landing on the that big 787 jumbo yep. jet and the guy set it down and it just about went about 42 different directions before? There, there's a lot of those uh, online. Can Some... you imagine how much fun that was to be on that airplane? Yeah. When yeah. that was trying to lay, I would have lost my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner. My wife, if she if she's ever, if we ever get a really bad one, she's already said, I will never fly again. Uh-huh. I mean, it's difficult uh, to get her to fly anyway. And if there's any turbulence, uh, that, that that's their biggest fear. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually takeoff and landing is where you get the majority of that. But that would have probably done it for her. Wear the seatbelt. Yes, yes, Tell Mrs. Yes. Romano, just if you keep the seatbelt on, that all of those stories about things that happen to bad people in turbulence, those are all people who didn't have their seatbelt on. There you go. Uh, where in the world is Sports Leisure Vacations, I was the company wa- that... I was wondering where, where the heck underwrites Sports this Leisure program. Vacations uh, It is... Uh, sports leisure travelers are all over the place this weekend. We have Clayton Whitehead has uh, just landed in Manchester, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. on a fall foliage tour of New England. Scott Angeletti is down in Monument Valley in Arizona. God, that's one of my favorite places in the whole world. I just love it at Monument Valley. Chris Galloway has a group of folks in Ontario. Uh, thanks, uh, th- Canadian Thanksgiving is on Columbus Day weekend. It gets a little cold up there, so they celebrate Thanksgiving a little earlier than we do. And so they are there to celebrate. There's a big parade in the little town of Kitchener, and uh, they are going to attend that on Monday, and they're going to Niagara Falls. And uh, Ramona is out on her bear trip in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. She's going to be a guest next weekend, an interview that we have already recorded about her uh, trips up to British Columbia. So B.C., New England, Monument Valley, and Ontario. Take that. There you go. Other travel companies. This is a trick question. Yes, sir. You're going to be taking some folks somewhere pretty soon, aren't you? I am. Well, we have a trip leaves for uh, Albuquerque for the Balloon Fiesta next week. And I'm taking some folks on Thursday to... To where? A very mysterious place. Oh, you're not going to tell us because? No, because it's a mystery tour. (laughs) Oh, we are. It's a great itinerary. I really can't wait to come back and tell you where we've been. Uh, I would tell you now, except that if somebody was listening, it would ruin the fun. So anyways, that's where... Where in the world Sports Leisure Vacations is this week. All right. Uh, let's see. As we promised, uh, we're going to take a couple of minutes here and talk about when you book a flight, there's that 
thing called a layover. Sometimes there's a there's a couple of them depending on on where you're going. Yeah, if you're really lucky, you have two connections. Why then you have to worry about this twice? And uh, Mark, you know you've you've done this a couple of times. Once or twice. We're gonna we're gonna let you make people uh, smarter travelers. I spent the night in Cincinnati on uh, Wednesday night of last week. Hadn't planned on it, but. Uh, De- delays, air traffic control delays in and out of Newark meant that I was not going to get there until after my little baby plane to Baltimore had left. And so I decided that then my luggage would be in Newark and I could take the train and it just was all complicated. So you stayed over. I stayed over. Um, layovers. This is really important. We're, we're, ta- we're not talking about spending the night someplace. We're talking about the period of time you're flying to Fort Lauderdale and you decide to go on American Airlines to Dallas so you fly to Dallas, you change planes, and you fly on to Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And the layover, of course, is that time that you spend in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport between flights. The airlines will allow you a, a time as low as 30 minutes on a domestic connection and as little as 60 minutes on an international connection. If the connection is 31 minutes domestically, if you were flying to Fort Lauderdale, going through Houston, and, or through Dallas, and your connecting time was 31 minutes, the airline would consider that legal. Okay. Now, depending on if you've been to the Dallas airport before, you, I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big place. It is. And if you're flying on American Airlines, you could be on a mainland a mainline flight, not a commuter flight, and still have a long ways to go between gates. Right. You might. You're. You're. You'll. You can probably get there before they close the door, but not much. Not before. much else. Yeah. It, it. It can be a 20 minute walk in mm-hmm. Dallas. If you're in Houston with United Airlines and you're you're connecting to a smaller plane, a commuter plane then you're going to have to take a, a shuttle, a, a train, to another terminal. and get all, You're going to have to wait for the train, take the train, walk downstairs, and then get on, on your flight. So if you've only got 30 minutes, you're not going to be able to make it in some cases. And keep in mind that, A, airlines generally don't own flights for people. They might on the last flight of the night if you're traveling in a large group or something. But generally, they don't hold flights uh, for individual travelers. So uh, you might need to go to the restroom. You might need to get something to eat. Uh, you might have some other little things that you might need. Maybe you're traveling with the children and one of the kids needs to use the restroom or you're traveling with grandma. She needs a wheelchair to go gate to gate. So you've got to wait for the wheelchair runner to come and you're thinking, well, we're using a wheelchair. We're protected, but you're not. No. they'll. We talked about this a couple of years ago when they left some... Uh, some travelers yes, behind. Yes, they will, they will leave you. So um, you've got to allow, and the mistake that a lot of people make, and, and you you related, that this has happened to you recently, that you got a, 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 fl- a couple of flights and you didn't pay attention to the layover time. and Or or better yet, we flew through San Diego and uh, on Southwest, and depending on what uh, what gate you're oh, going to be great departing, departing from, uh, you we literally had to leave the terminal and exit uh, security mm-hmm. and go back through security to get to another terminal to get the second leg of our uh, Southwest flight. Three now, Southwest gates and in we San did, Diego. We did not know that was going to happen because I didn't really look at my boarding pass. and I, Plus, I wasn't familiar you with You wouldn't San have Diego. known that because in San Diego, Southwest has three gates that are downstairs and mm-hmm. require a separate security entry. And it is very possible if you're connecting in San Diego to have to go out of security and go back into security if you're flying in and out of those two sets. Only because the 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 the, uh, the second leg was late uh-huh. did we make it. Okay. So, see, there's an example of you didn't really know that that little quirk existed with the San no. Diego airport. But so if you'd had an hour and a half instead of 40 minutes, 
then you would have been, it wouldn't have mattered that you'd run into a situation where that had occurred. So as we're always telling people, having a few extra minutes at the airport is always a good thing. But with a layover, you've got to be careful. Now, a shorter, when is it okay to take a shorter layover? Earlier in the day. Flights tend to be more on time earlier in the day. So um, your, your chances of your flight being late and therefore causing you to miss your connection is less likely early in the day. As the day wears on, it becomes a lot more likely that you could have a problem. And remember, it's not just you that has to connect. If you've got checked baggage, your baggage has to make it too. And if you have a 30-minute connection, the chances of the airline may have perfectly good intentions, but the chances of your bag not making it to that connecting flight are greater when you have a 30-minute connection than an hour and a half. Um, Size of aircraft, we talked about that. If you're connecting to a different size airplane. Now, if you were connecting with Southwest Airlines in Sacramento, whether you knew it or not, when you landed, your connecting gate is no more than a couple hundred feet away from where you are. But if you were connecting to Southwest Airlines in uh, uh, in Portland, they, Southwest is now using gates in two separate terminals during busy times. So it does matter. Again, you may have a much longer walk to a connecting flight. So know your airport, know your airline, And I always, if I don't know what I'm doing, I always try to allow myself some extra time. Um, 75 minutes minimum, if it's mainline to mainline, big plane to big plane. Uh, If it's got a baby plane involved there coming or going 90 minutes. If it's international, if you're coming in and you've got to clear customs and, you know, throw your luggage on a different belt after it's been inspected and get to your gate, I always allow a minimum of at least two and a half hours. And the other thing is, really, I recommend to folks, is be a rain man and track your flights. At The apps for the airlines have tools that will help you anticipate problems. United will allow you to track your flight back all day long to see where it's coming from, to see if it's already developed some problems that you might have to deal with later on in the day if you had a connection. So that's that's something that you really want to be aware of is and, and all these tools now exist, so smart people are using those tools to make sure that you're landing at an airport and you've got a 45-minute connection and you're scared to death, but when your plane gets on the ground and is taxiing to the gate, you pull up the app and you see that your connecting flight is late. So it's an hour late. So now you're like, you exhale, you no longer have to run through the airport, you can tinkle, you can buy lunch, you can do whatever it is you need to do, mm-hmm. and you know these things because you took advantage of the tools that were available to you. Having the airlines app on your phone is really something that you have to do. And it, it all starts with uh, when you're getting ready to uh, to book that uh, that trip and take a look at all the different uh, flights that are available. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it, we're, we're just so caught up on, on uh, uh, where we're going to fly through uh, and uh, what time we're going to leave. But you have to sometimes drill into... Uh, into the flight to to make sure that you know how much time you're going to have. Make sure that connecting time is something that will work for you. All right, 921-1530, 800-834-1530. Give us a call if you like to cruise. We are the Travel Guys. It's the Travel Guys. Every Sunday, 3 o'clock, Mark Hoffman, Tom Romano, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Again, follow along at TravelGuysRadio.com. All right, Mark. Well, you know, I was wondering why we were here every Sunday at 3 o'clock, so I'm glad you explained all of that when we came back there. <laughs> uh, we have a couple callers. We're looking for a third contestant at 921-1530 or 800-834-1530. This is the way it works. You get a minute to come on the air and tell us why your type of cruising, river cruising, ocean cruising, private yacht cruising, small ship cruising, rowboat overnights, whatever it is that you like on the water, 
and convince us that yours is the way to go. Whoever is the most convincing will win that $100 Ruth Chris gift card, and we have a couple of uh, runner-up cards also. You have to have at least taken three cruises, 921-1530 and 800-834-1530, and it looks like the phone just now lit up, so there you go. All right, let's uh, let's get started here. Mary is our first caller. Hi, Mary. Hi. Welcome well, to the trial. Mm-hmm. Go ahead there, sir. Uh, no, I just, I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> What ride? <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, w- welcome to the travel, guys. I know if I sneak in and say something, then then I'll do my part for the next 20 minutes. Oh, good. All right. Okay, Mark, it's Tom yours. Tom sometimes doesn't get a chance to talk here. I wonder why. Because I just get all wound up some days and just go down the road, and he just sits there and lets me go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary, yes? you said ocean-going cruises are your thing, so you have one minute from now to convince Tom and I that you are the person we should travel with. Okay, well... I like all cruises on rivers or ocean, but the ocean one I like because um, it it's relaxing. Uh, you get more bang for your buck. Uh, you have less hassles. You can have good entertainment. You have good food activities. You can do as much as you want or as little as you want. Uh, the ports of call are usually very interesting. You can either um, book a cruise or a um, um, shore tour or do it on your own depending on what you like and dislike and um, you meet interesting people for example we were on the uh, Baltic cruise and we met um, a man from Northern Ireland he was part of the negotiation uh, for the peace uh, negotiations in Northern Ireland and very interesting so you meet interesting people from different parts of the world and you form friendships with these people and some people you keep uh, the friendship up, some people you don't. But but it's very interesting and very stimulating. Now, Mary, let me ask you, how many cruises have you been on? Well, I, I've been on a few. I've been on a, a dozen over a dozen. Okay. And it's uh, where was your favorite place that you went on on a cruise? The Baltics was my favorite the place. The Baltics was your Because I went to some place I wouldn't normally go, to Russia and that area. And... Um, it was it was on Ocean, uh, Oceana, and it was very very nice cruise. We met a lot of people from different places. Um, ding was- ding ding! Oh, okay, ding, Mary, ding. your time is up. Uh, we've 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 made. Tom is making some notes here. You hang on the line here. We're going to move on down the road, and we will come back to you, Mary. Thanks, we, Mary. What we are doing here? You're listening to the Travel Guys. We're just having some contest fun. Today, we have asked some of our listeners to give us a call and tell us why their particular kind of cruising is the best. Santiago is up next, and Santiago says cruising on a private yacht is the way to go. No, it's not a private yacht. It's going on the ocean line here with the, with the cruises. Okay. Ocean, but uh, I, I could say carnival, right? You can. Okay, carnival cruises. You go out on the Pacific, you get in uh, uh, Long Beach, you know, get in there. Get checked in. Well, you're going to average spend about one fifty to two hundred dollars for a night on the hotel, right? Yep. Because you would so never, you would never travel on the day of your cruise. You would always go the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you check in. Get, you know, get, get your dinner, and everything. You get your dinner. You lose your dinner. You know, four star dinner, which would probably bring you about two hundred dollars for two people, which is which is included. Also, then you know, the next morning you also uh, at a new destination. You know, you wake up. Another part of protocol, everything you get that. But um, the main the reason why I like cruising, I've been over twelve to fifteen cruises, is if you like gambling, you know you have to gamble a little bit. All your drinks are comped, everything, and then you also get um, 
a lot more offers. Santiago, let me let me ask you, does it ever concern you when you see, you know, a cruise ship sitting out in the middle of the ocean for three or four days with no power or something like that, that that's one of those situations could befall you on a cruise? No, no, not at all. That doesn't concern me at all. Okay. All right. But, also, but, but if you love to gamble, you get your cruise comps. So when I pay $50 for a four or five day cruise, seven day cruise for two people. Ah, that's the, that's the main thing. Ding, ding, ah, ding. There you go, Santiago. You're up against the bell there. All right, we will put you on hold, my friend. Uh, Tom is making more yeah. notes here quickly. And there we go. See, I, I found my purpose. I'm a bell. You. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Third contestant, Sherry. Welcome to the Hi. Travel Guys, Sherry. Hi, how are you? We're pretty good. You get one minute to convince us. You you have the advantage of having heard the first two contestants, so you get I one do. minute to convince us that... I have more pressure, too, because I have to come up with new things. But okay. um, well, you only get, the, the great thing about cruising is you, you get someplace fun, you stay overnight, and then you get on a beautiful ship. You unpack once, um, whether you're on a seven-day cruise or a 14-day cruise, you unpack once. It's like a floating hotel. Some of the cruise ships have overnights in those places, so you can stay overnight. You still go out and see the place and, and you know, hang out and then, you know, go back to the ship at your leisure. Um, the food is amazing. You have your own cabin steward, so you feel like you have a private butler or, you know, somebody to clean up after you. They take care of you. They usually leave little ditties on your pillow at night and make you feel very special. The cruise ship has tons of activities from morning till night. Sea days can be as relaxing as you want or as activity-filled as you want. Ports of call are the same way. Everything's included in one price except the port charges and the taxes. You have to take that into consideration, maybe the tip. But um, all in all, it's like an all, all-inclusive vacation, which makes it really fun. Ding, um, the ding. ocean's an experience. Okay. Ding, ding. <laughs> oh, you're up. Oh. Ding, oh, ding, ding, Luis ding, ding, has ding, found ding. a. We have a. Well, you've been replaced, Thomas. Yeah, all right. We found a real bell. All right, thank you, uh, thank you, Sherry. All right, put Sherry on hold there, and um, we we we've got one. Let's get one more in here. We've got time for one more. We've got Anne, who is uh, who is our backup caller here to talk about. She she likes river cruising. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the Travel Guys. Hello. How are you? Good. 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 Now, Tom is taking fastidious. Just notes like you can't believe here next to me. So we give you a minute to tell us why river cruising, all these other folks are going out in the ocean. Why is river cruising the way to go? Well, I would advise anyone who has not traveled before to go on a river cruise. Um, It's a lot smaller ship. We went uh, on the Rhine River just this last year from Paris to Zurich. It was gorgeous scenery, um, again, small groups. You get off and do your, you know, touring on land when you get to your port. The food is great. Um, one lady talked about meeting a lot of interesting people. It's a lot easier on a river cruise to uh, meet those people because you're in a smaller space. Um, we've been on other cruises also, uh, but... For someone that just maybe had never been to a, a foreign country or even in the United States, I would say a river cruise is the, the way to start. It would just be a great activity for anybody. Wow, wow. Your fa- was that your favorite cruise, river cruise? Is that your first one, or have you done more, more than just one? We've, it's our only river cruise. We had been to Alaska with our kids. Um, that was great, fun activities, you know, being on a glacier and dog sledding and everything. Um, we had also been to eastern uh, Canada 
that was a very nice trip. Good food, uh, piano bar, that was fun. Um, and something else that's always fun. Oh, that's it. Anne, you've run out of time here. Put Anne on hold. We've got four contestants instead of three. I hope the, I hope the prize locker can, uh, can afford this. So, Thomas, what do you think here? You've been listening to these four, as I have. They're all waiting on hold to find out if they're going out for dinner. Well, this is a tough one, you know. Um, both, uh, I have to say that Mary and Sherry particularly had uh-huh. the had the uh, the longest list of benefits uh-huh. for their particular uh, type of cruise. I saw you over there. You were making marks on, on each person. So ultimately, yeah. what, what do you think there? Which one do you think is uh, our winner? That way they'll hate you for the rest of their yeah. lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Sherry. All righty. Sherry is our winner. So, Sherry, uh, hang on the line for Mary Santiago and Anne. If you'll hang on the line, Luis, we have a little uh, consolation prize for each one of you. So, uh, Sherry, you are going to dinner at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. At least the first $100 is on us. And for our other contestants, you have all won a $25 gift card to Seize Candy in Sacramento. So hopefully you can find uh, somebody that you can, you can't take them to dinner, but at least you can take them to dessert. Thank you all for playing. We have another contest coming up right after this. It's Contest-O-Rama days here on the Travel Guys. When we come back from the break, we're going to take two contestants, and we're going to have a little Rick Steves trivia contest, and the winner is going to see Mr. Steves. Uh, Compliments of KVIE on the 26th of November. So if you would like to be a part of that, 921-1530 or 800-834-1530 are the numbers to call. We'll get two of you on the air and play Rick Steves trivia when we come back. We are the Travel Guys on KFBK. Hold on. Welcome. We are the Travel Guys. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're getting something out of this uh, silly little radio show that we do every uh, Sunday at 3 o'clock. Make you a smarter traveler. Lots of great information on our website. A lot of stuff that we just don't have time to talk about on the air. So check it out at TravelGuysRadio.com. Absolutely. That's how to survive a road trip with your kids. I put Chris Elliott wrote a great uh, story. You know, he's been traveling around with his children all summer. And he wrote a great uh, story about that. And also there's a Southwest passenger who, a a Southwest gate agent was teasing and said, uh, hey, if you have a question to ask, why you have to, you have to sing the question out. So this guy came up and took the microphone and just put on a whole show uh, for only on only in a Southwest waiting area could that happen. The link to that is on uh, TravelGuysRadio.com, so some fun things there. If you would like to play uh, tri- Rick Steves Trivia with us, oh, looks like we've got our contestants already. We have two tickets to see Rick at the Crest Theater on the 26th of November. That is compliments of our friends at KVIE. And they are the ones sponsoring his appearance. There are tickets available. They are $30. Uh, when Rick appears in town, it regularly is a sellout. So uh, if you are interested in going and you don't win these two tickets, you can go to kvie.org and find some tickets there. So, Thomas, are you a Rick Steves fan? Uh, I enjoy Rick Steves. I do. He He's, uh, you know, a little too sophisticated for me. I you think? Yeah, yeah. You're not quite the European traveler yet. No. You're more the See, I'm more the domestic guy. <laughs> so, but you know, the tips that he gives for one destination generally are good for more than one. You know, we we're talking about layovers here a little while ago. It doesn't matter whether you're going to 
uh, Pawtucket or uh, halfway around the world. It's the same Paul he's, principle. He's story. very popular, very entertaining guy. All right, let's take uh, some. Let's take our contestants here. We have two contestants. You'll each get three Rick Steves trivia questions. The person who answers the most correctly will win the tickets. And if you both answer the same number correctly, then we will have a. We have one question that we will ask both of you, and that will be our tiebreaker question. So, uh, let's see. Looks like uh, Ann, maybe, is our first contestant on the line here. Hello. Welcome, Ann, to the Travel Guys. Thank you. Are you a Rick Steves fan? I am a Rick Steves fan. Have you ever been on one of his uh, company's trips? Uh, we have not, but I have met some people, and they were very enthusiastic about it. He has a very... A very good product, and he's a very socially responsible person. He has some, some well, and actually, that we'll get into that in just a moment. All right, we have three questions for you here. You ready? Sure. These are multiple choice questions. When did Rick take his first trip to Europe? Was it in 1969, 1988, or 2002? When did he take his first trip to Europe? 1969. 1969 is correct. Very good, Anne. Our next question, where is Rick Steves Travel Company's headquarters? Trivia question, it's in the same state he went to college. Now, here's three uh, options. Is it California, Colorado, or Washington? Washington. Washington, that is also correct. Ooh. Wow, she knows, Boy, she's she put, knows her Rick she Steves. She knows her Rick Steves oh. stuff. All right, Rick is Steves he, shares he, a... What, what's that, Thomas? I was going to say, you don't have the... Uh, the webcam on where she can read our notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. Rick shares a birth year. He was born the same year as one of the travel guys. Which one shares Rick Steve's birth year, Mark or Tom? I'm going to say Mark. Correct again. Boy, and you have aced it. Ooh. Boy. All right, now hang on, Ann. Hang on for a second here. We have to put you on hold. We have to talk to Tricia. Hi, Tricia. Hey, welcome to the Travel Guys. Um, Thank you. I'm excited. No pressure or anything. Um, Ann just aced all three of her questions. I heard that. Yeah. So um, we have three more, however, for you. So you, if you get them all right, you can tie her and force us to go to the tiebreaker, which, of course, is what everyone else who's <laughs> listening on the radio is hoping for. Uh, okay, let's do this. All right. All right. Here we Good go. Good luck, Trish. Uh Rick Steves is of Dutch ancestry, yes or no? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> He's, uh, Mr. Steves is Norwegian. Um, let's, let's do the other ones just for fun, though. Um, Steve once worked as a tour guide and a piano teacher. True or false? True. That is true. Yes, he did work as a, as a tour guide and as a piano teacher at the same time. Um, true or false, two of Rick's favorite philanthropic causes are helping the homeless and the legalization of marijuana. False. No, that's true, actually. Those are two of his favorite causes. He built a a 14-unit apartment building in Washington State uh, in 2005 to ho- to house homeless people and help them with transitioning from homeless back into uh, regular life. So, um, thank you, Tricia, for playing. Stay on the on the line here. We have the same consolation prize for you that we had for our other callers from the first contest. We will send you a uh, gift certificate from C's Candy. So, thank you for playing. Let's go back to Ann here. Ann, are you still there with us? I'm here. Well, congratulations, my friend. 
Thank you. You have won two tickets to see Mr. Steves on Sunday, the 26th of November downtown. Have you ever listened, gone and listened to him lecture before? No, I've just heard his uh, podcast. Okay, well, now you'll have an opportunity to listen to him in person. Get ready, because he's, uh, he's not only a great man to listen to talk about travel, but um, he, he's a man with a few opinions, and so and he tends to share those also. So I, I congratulations. Yes, Tom? Yeah, I asked Ann the, uh, the, uh, the tiebreaker question, see if she can go for four in a row. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, we ready, had a, Ann? We got one more Rick We Steve's had a tiebreaker question. If Trisha had answered all three of hers right, we had Rick always asked for this beverage with no ice on long-distance flights. Is it tomato juice? Orange juice, apple juice with a lemon twist, or Jim Beam, one shot only? I'm going to say Jim Beam. Ah, well, good thing you got those first three right. Actually, the correct answer is apple juice. He always asks for apple juice with no ice. I will have to remember on, that. On, on long-distance <laughs> flight, apple or orange juice. All right, anyways, um, the either we would have taken either one of those um, correct answers. So you are going to get two tickets to go see Mr. Steves. Thank you for joining us and on the Travel Guys. And uh, hang on the phone, and Luis will get all the information that he needs to get those tickets to you. So there okay. we go. We not, have, I, I'm looking at the travel prize locker. It's there's pretty, nothing left. They're not for, it's you're going to have to replenish it now. I think you need to so, get you need to get some Rudy's hideaway into the. Uh, you think so? Yeah, yeah. So I fly into the Newark airport the other okay, night. Okay, and uh, I'm on a little tiny plane from Baltimore. I think there were seven planes and seven people in the hamster who was you know rapidly turning the wheel. Um, so we land at a remote gate. If you've been on international airports and stuff, sometimes you land at a gate. You have to get off the plane, get on a bus, and be bused into the terminal. Mm-hmm. So this takes extra time. So you're out on the tarmac. Tarmac, yes. I get off the plane, and I, I crawl down the stairs of this little tiny plane, and I'm walking towards the bus, and I think I hear my name called. Mark Hoffman. And so I turn around, and there's a lady, a young lady standing there, and she's got one of those little iPad tablet things. Mark Hoffman. And I turn around, and I, I walk two steps back, and sure enough, my name is on the tablet. Mm-hmm. So I think, well, God, the feds have come to arrest me. There what did you go. I do? They so finally caught up with you. She said, Mr. Hoffman, we'd like to offer you a complimentary ride to your connecting gate. And I said... Uh, uh, what is that uh, about? Uh, is that about 100 yards? Uh, no, actually, in this case, it was the other side of the airport. Oh, my, okay. All and right. our flight was early, so we had an hour and a half For as opposed sakes. to the, the hour that we were supposed to have. So I was really quite impressed. Well, it turns out... Um, United Airlines, for their global services, which is their really top-notch people, and then us 1K, 100,000-mile-a-year people, if you land at one of those remote gates, they will come and get you and take you to your connecting gate. I had heard of this service from some airlines, Delta doesn't in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but I had never figured that I would ever be eligible for it on well, any congratulations. level. congratulations. So anyway, I just told her, I said, you know, if you were hoping to impress me, uh, congratulations, it worked. Uh, you All could right. knock me over with a feather. And, um, it, and they did. It wasn't a clown car. Or anything no, it either. wasn't. It was a very nice Mercedes van. van. Um, yesterday, I got to an opportunity to go. Remember last week, we talked to Jeff from Bag King, mm-hmm. and so, so I had an opportunity to go to uh, his shop yesterday. One of them stopped into the Bag King. The Bag King, which in one? Folsom. Mm-hmm, been there. And what'd you uh, think? I think it's if you need a bag now, not just a suitcase, but you need any kind of a bag when you're traveling. Think backpack. Think shoe bag or laundry bag or any kind of a bag when you're traveling, and especially suitcases, of course, they have them there. A good good assortment. Prices seem to be fair. 
um, very wide price range. There seem to be some of the uh, some of the, the the lesser expensive stuff if that's what you were looking for. Um, lady was very helpful and very nice. I didn't tell her who I was or anything. Just kind of looked around the store and stuff. So I thought that was a, a very, I would go back. I would, and he has some gadgets, uh, some of the adapt, some of the things that you would normally expect. Now it's not, uh, John Holloway used to have, had a lot more space. This is a smaller store and I didn't go to, I went to the Folsom store, not the Natomas mm-hmm. one. So, uh, Bag King, um, if you need a suitcase, uh, and you're you're looking for something more than the thirty nine dollar model? Why then that might be a place to it go. It was um, rightly rightly named. He cho- chose the proper name. It is the Bag King. Let me tell you something. We've already had our smarter tra- travel segment, but let me just clue you in here. When you buy luggage, you get what you pay for. If you buy, if you go and buy the forty nine sixty nine ninety nine dollar special, yeah. um, when the wheels come off, the zipper breaks, and it, it busts open on the on the luggage claim belt one day. Just remember, we told you so. Well, sometimes yeah. when you travel, you need a bag you can leave behind. Yes, because that's, maybe, very, that's because true. Because maybe it is full of Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, you might have to sacrifice it and leave it with a family member, and maybe it'll make another trip. Those, those are the ones that you're going to want to get the deal on, because uh, here again, one trip may be all they can handle. You know, uh, we've got just a second here. We should talk a little bit about next week. One minute. Uh, next week on the uh, Travel Guys, we are uh, Ramona Gooch is going to be here to talk about her her trips to British Columbia. And whether you go with an organized group or you're just going on your own, British Columbia is an amazing place to visit. And Ramona has, she knows more about that province. She goes to places that nobody else ever goes and that's what makes uh, traveling with her so amazing. But um, she'll be with us next week. You're going to find out what a floating lodge is. Yes, a f- yeah, that's very correct. A floating lodge, amazing. So, Mr. Romano, you are off on the road this week. I am off on the road this week. We will gather back here uh, next Sunday at four o'clock. Uh, remember to dance like nobody's watching. You bet. And don't forget now, you can follow along with uh, the Travel Guys at travelguysradio.com. There you can get uh, our podcast and uh, say hello. That's it. Stay well. See you next week.